Okay, well, Sam said, I'm Ryan, my youth minister here. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. So, um, yeah, you guys ready to get your minds blown with just massive amounts of biblical knowledge? Yeah, yeah, because Sam will be back next week. He will get that done for you. In the meantime, I, um, I will try not to mess this up horribly bad. <laughs> so, um, I just want to start us with a, just, just a question to think about. I've got some slides. What does bravery and courage look like to you? So, bring up that first slide. What does it look something like that? Yeah, right? <laughs> Jump, jumping out of a perfectly good airplane? So, yeah, that's either brave, courage, or stupid. I'm not, I'm not really sure yet. How, how about this one? Firefighter running, running into the flames to save a life. That's, that's brave. That's courageous. How about, how about a police officer running towards the sound of gunfire, not away from it? Amazing. Amazing courage. Amazing bravery. How about, how about our U.S. military? Fighting for our freedoms. Saving everyone around them. Fighting for their brother beside them. Knowing they could die at any time. That's pretty brave, but yeah. How about that? Especially Mary there holding the baby, right? Mary is a true example of biblical, of biblical bravery and courage. Because to get to that point, to that point, holding the Messiah in her arms, just happy as could be as we normally see, she had to say yes. Yes to God's plan for her. It's not always easy for us to say yes to God's plans. It can be quite difficult. We come up with all kinds of reasons why we can't say yes. You know, we're not, that's, that's not me. I can't do that. There's no way. The Bible gives us many examples of God sending messengers himself to tell somebody that they're now going to play an important role in God's plan. But not everyone responds with excitement. Take, for example, in Genesis, three visitors appear to Abraham outside of his tent and told him that her, him and Sarah will have a son this time next year. How did Sarah respond to that? She laughed at him. Yeah, right. No way. In, in the book of Judges, an angel appears to Gideon and calls him a mighty warrior. Gideon responded something along the lines of, you got the wrong guy. Nah, nah. I'm the, I'm the weakest one in my family. Choose one of my brothers. I don't know. Not me. You got the wrong guy. In Luke, an angel appeared to a priest named Zechariah and told him that him and his wife in their old age would have a son who would prepare the way for the Messiah. Zechariah responded in total disbelief. My wife's barren. No way. We can't have a child. This isn't going to happen. But there was a young girl, a young girl named Mary. She answered her call with courage, with bravery, with devotion. And that's where we're going to be today in our Bibles in Luke 1, 26, 38.
In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. And you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the most high will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called holy, the son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, this is, this is so brave, so brave. She said, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now, if you're like me, you probably respond to God's callings more like those previous examples. Not like Mary. I probably owe owe Sam an apology for for how I respond to God's callings, honestly. (laughs) My, my, My journey to youth ministry here, to standing here today, it started a long, long time ago. It's longer than I think most of I've even told hardly... A few handful of people. One day before we were before we were in an, even an intern, we had Paul was up here. Things were great. We were cruising along, and I'm serving under Sam down at the youth group. And I walk down there like I did every every Wednesday night. Open up the door. And there's Sam at his desk, a little back table there, putting his final touches on the night. And God just he interceded me in thoughts, words, every way possible. I just stopped, and he goes, "You're, you're looking at." the lead pastor, and you will lead these youth. One part of that I believed. One part just gone, nope. I'm like, wow, it it hurt me. I'm like, man, I'm not going to be able to hang out with my friend down here anymore. He's going to leave us. He didn't tell me he was going to be pastor here. He just, he's going to move up to bigger, better things. I'm like, okay, okay, I can believe that. Moved down, I mean, months. This was a long time ago. And pretty soon I have a, I'm having to sit down with Paul. Paul's telling me, hey, I'm moving on. Sam, Sam put his hat, his hat in the game here to be pastor here at the church. I'm like, oh, that's what he meant. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. I even sat, and through that, God still telling me, hey, you're, you're, you're going to lead the, the youth group down there. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. You got the wrong guy. I even sat on their church council watching Sam try to find his replacement. 
And I'm going, yes, pick that one. <laughs> God even at one point gave me a vision of me sitting across from Sam at a table and him asking me if I would take on that, that challenge. I ignored it. Nope. Until one day Sam calls me and says, hey, you want to meet after work? Sure. We do, no, we, we do regularly. It's, I thought it was going to be, hey, how's youth group going? You're still enjoying serving with me? So I sit down. I'm sitting across the table and this feels eerily familiar. <laughs> and then pretty soon the words start coming out of his mouth of, would you consider? And I, la- I literally laughed. I said, oh, man, Sam, God already showed me this conversation. So you know what I said? Maybe. Maybe. I'm stubborn. But I finally, I sat on maybe a day, and I'm like, you know what? I can't ignore this anymore. God's just beating me over the head with it at this point. Just, come on, man. Just say yes. So I finally did. And man, I thought I wasn't capable. I look forward to every Wednesday. It's, has it been a sacrifice? Oh, Lord, yes. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes courage. But I don't have to, do, I don't have to worry about it because it's God's plan. So anyways, I'm sorry, Sam. I put you through. I watched him work three jobs. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so I've lost my spot. <laughs> But if you don't respond like me, and you actually have some courage, a backbone, you should respond like Mary. When, when you hear that calling, when you know, when God has interceded into your thoughts, and he's interceded into your dreams, when you know it's not you, it's, you wouldn't come up with that crazy idea. There's no way. You don't respond with, you got the wrong guy. You got the wrong girl. You respond, you respond with, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to, be me, to me be fulfilled. That's, that's how you respond courageously. Because Mary knew it wasn't going to be easy. That wasn't just, yeah, sure, why not? She wasn't married at the time. She's a, she was a, a single teenage girl. And to be an unmarried mother in those times, that was dangerous. That wasn't, that wasn't like today. That wasn't... There was no government fallback. There was no help. There was no support system. It was dangerous. Because she knew by saying yes to that situation, she risked being rejected by her soon-to-be husband, right? Almost did. She knew she could be rejected by her entire family. No, no, you're, we, can't, we can't have, you're, you're no longer part of this family. She knew she could be rejected by her whole community. The whole community could just be like, nope, out, you're gone, right? Even worse, the worst, she knew she could be put to death because everyone could believe that she disobeyed God's laws. But Mary wasn't disobedient, not at all. She showed us what true devotion looks like, what true faith in God looks like. She did that by saying yes. Because saying yes, she said she knew that God was going to take care of her and her unborn son. Even when no one else would, she went on ahead and said yes. 
Now, we, we don't need to wait for an angel of the Lord to come down before us to tell us his plans for us. We don't, we don't need to have that booming voice before we can say yes to his plans. There's many opportunities in our daily lives to say yes to God's plans. It's not always the big thing, right? It could be a simple, a yes could even just be saying no to something you know God no longer wants you to do anymore. That no could mean saying yes to God. It might look like finally talking to that family member or that coworker about Jesus, right? It's been put on your heart for a long time that you, man, I really should, I really should try to save that guy over there, right? That woman over there, but you, you don't do it. Maybe saying, maybe that, that yes for you is simply having that conversation. Maybe it's as simple as just trusting in God in the middle of a difficult situation. That faith is a way of saying yes to God, I trust you. But saying yes might also mean something big. And you got to be prepared for that. That's something that seems impossible to you. That's something you know will take so much sacrifice that it scares you. You know those things that are making us say, hey, you, you got the wrong guy? You got the wrong girl? Those things. Because God sometimes asks you the big things too. Now, the world tells us we need to be somebody important to, to do something big. You need to be a leader. You need to be a leader to do something big. I need the leader of our church. He could do something big. Or my congressman, he could do something big. He's a leader, not me. Or how about a celebrity? Celebrities do big things, right? They got the power. They got the fame, the notoriety. They got the platform. Those are the, those are the ones that do big things, not me. I'm just a little guy out here in Sandy, right? No, not me. Or you need a big, a big fancy degree. Maybe if I had that big fancy degree, if I was a doctor, I had my PhD, I could do something big then. Maybe if that happened, maybe I could answer that big calling. But, but no, but Mary, Mary's story and other stories tell us that's not true with God at all. God often chooses the people that seem unimportant to do very important things. I mean, he, he used a shepherd boy to become a king, to free the Israels. Shepherd boy, greatest king. And he chose a teenage girl to be the mother of the king of kings. And yes, he can choose you to bring his love to a people that are lost and confused in a broken world. He, can use, he could use every single one of you to do so. And we, we could say yes to those big columns, even if it scares us, right? Even if it seems impossible. And I give you two reasons why you could say yes, why that is possible. Number one, God's already made the plan for you. Hard work's done. Yeah, there's some hard stuff to go through. But not like you got to come up with this on your own. He's got the path. The Apostle Paul wrote, For we are God's handiwork, created in Jesus 
in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared for us in advance to do. It's already done. He just asks you to walk the path with him. So that's reason one. Number two, reason why you can say yes to even that big, scary plan, is God's going to be with you the entire way. Matthew 28, 20. Jesus promised his disciples, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Always to the very end. It tells us that no matter what God calls us to do, no matter how scary it gets, how hard the situation becomes, he is walking with you step by step from the very beginning of it to the very end of it. You have the creator of it all guiding you down the path that he already made. How comforting is that? There's, there's no fear in that, right? It's like going through a video game with the game creator. <laughs> Done and done. Easy. Knows all the paths. So even if we have to go through the hard and scary situations, we do not have to go through them alone. Can you bring that nativity picture back up there? That's the, that's the Mary we're used to seeing, right? Happy, smiling, holding her baby. Not a care in the world. But the real Mary was courageous. She was brave. She was courageous enough to say yes to God's plan in the face of very, very real fears. She was brave enough to keep up with her son's later ministry. She was persistent enough to even follow him to his death. How hard was that? I couldn't imagine. I, I don't know if I want to be that brave. She was, she was what you could say, she was dangerous. She was, she was dangerous in the way every believer should be. Because she knew the truth about the ruler of the world. And she was not afraid to play her part despite what it would cost her. to see her roll through to the very end. And that's a model we should all follow. A model that shows us that when God's call, our only answer should be, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. That's, that's the model she said. That's the model we should follow. That's the model that gets God's kingdom moving. That's the model that makes our Lord happy. So that's what we should do. Because when we're saying yes to God, we're not just saying yes to his plans for us. That's fine. He's got a plan. Okay. What you're saying, you're saying yes to, I trust you. I trust that it's going to be okay. I trust that when everyone else might fail around me, I st you still got me and that's all that matters. It has nothing to do with my capabilities. I could, I could fail and stumble and roll all the way down this path, and he's just going to keep picking me up and carrying me along. 
So before I end us in prayer here, I want us all to, to stop for a moment. Close our eyes. And think about those callings. Those intercedings that God has put on us. Those times that he's interrupted our day to give us a word. Those dreams that he has given us. The things that he's telling us that we're supposed to be doing. I want you to put those into the forefront of your heart. Just think about those. What, is, what, what are you asking me to do, Lord? How can I be your servant? Now I want you to take that, and I want you to be as brave as a teenage girl. I want you to say, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Make that choice. Make that choice to walk down the path with God hand in hand, the one that he has already prepared for you, the one that he says, I've got a plan. My child, just walk with me. Just say, I am am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Lord, Heavenly Father, I just, I pray as all of our hearts are open to your calling that we can trust in you. We can trust that what you have for us is good. That you work all things for our good, Lord. And although it may seem impossible, it may take some sacrifices, we are willing to make those with you. So, Lord, may we, may we be courageous. May we be brave. May we, may we walk that path, no matter the cost, big or small. Just let us start walking the paths that you have created. So, Lord, I lift this up to you, that everyone here in this room, everyone watching, that you're willing to accept God's call. So, Lord, we love you. Watch after us. Hold our hands because we trust you. In the name of the Son, I pray. Amen.